Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast, and we're brought to you by fucking nothing. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and with me as always, well, until he was lost for the season, it's Sam Grezis. Yeah. Okay, can, can I talk about something just real quick? Oh, getting right to the rant, right off the bat. No, just like, we should be sponsored. Why do why do we not have like a year supply of me undies and also like Casper? Yeah, I mean, ask them. I suppose gonna maybe t- we're I'm tweet maybe at we're too right radical I'm for tweet them. At him right now, are we too edgy? Is that we're the thing? Edgy. Are we too edgy? We're we're cool underground. I mean, will we lose our cool if we get sponsored? And I do have to do like the two minute long intro that every other podcast does yeah yeah this program is brought to you by casper mattresses you sleep on them you'll sleep really well blah 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 blah. i wear underwear i'm thinking about underwear right now are you thinking about your underwear how do you hold your junk have me undies (laughs) well so so the thing that like fucks me up about all that is like I, i know that like if someone sends me because i i normally like everything that i am given for free right so like there's there's a magic to it yeah it's like oh i didn't pay for this it's good so like if nature box sends me a box of fucking snacks and tells me to like listen like we're not going to give you ad copy just say the like say the web address three times I'm going to be like, yeah, of course. And then when when that time comes in the podcast, I'm going to be like, listen, man, I ate this like dried pineapple from Nature Box and it was fucking amazing. And and like that's going to be it. And like it'll be really awkward because everyone will think I have sold out. And yeah, I kind of have. But at the same time, we've, that we've, pineapple we've was actually willing to delicious. sell out. But maybe our willingness to sell out. And the fact that we haven't yet has kept us on the cool side. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Do yeah, people like, think we're cool or do people think we're total goobers? No, Tweet us. No, people think are we're we, really Are we cool. goobers or are we rad? Are, I, I mean, I, here, I mean hold, that hold wasn't on, rad, but... We can, do, we can do it right now. Hold on. We're, we're recording this right now and I can... Yeah. Are, are you going to put up a... Draw uh, Play Dave. Oh, shit. And I... Goobers? Oh, no. I can just do... If it's a poll, I can just do our Draw Play Dave and I... And we can check back on this by the end of the podcast. Oh, Goobers. gosh. We can totally test cool. it. Live polling. Poll length, one hour. Yes. That, that'll yes. do it. That'll do it. And and the, the fucked up thing is, well, I guess you can vote on it. So you can give us. I can't. I'm going to retweet that shit right now so that everyone sees it. Please get. And we get as many votes as possible. Please give us a, a vote in the cool column. Because I'll be really sad when this comes up, and I mean, let's, I have let's to not say make it too end. pathetic. If we're begging for it, it's it's pathetic. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. That's very true. Hmm. All right, this is gonna be so exciting. This is, this, we, we, this is we, gonna we, be we, exciting. All right, you're hearing it. me try and figure out what to say as I'm tweeting. I am That's, multitasking like a motherfucker right now. I, I'm recording a podcast. I'm trying to do this tweet i'm also actually drawing the comic at the same Holy time shit, i have my, my uh, surface tablet in the closet nice. and i'm kind of sketching because i was a little bit behind schedule I, I, w- uh, I will say this is the first and and i'm scratching my balls nice oh, fuck yeah kind of itchy fuck yeah. yeah i will say i think this is like i listen to a lot of podcasts and i i love all of them but i think this is the first podcast that i have like ever experienced where there's like a Chekhov's gun 
that they placed like at the beginning of the episode. Like Serial doesn't do that and S-Town doesn't even do that. S-Town like when the twists happen, they just fucking happen. They're not like, hey, by the end of this episode, we're going to know whether or not the murderer was cool or not. Hmm. So, so we're making uh, we're making podcast history right now. Well, is the is the murderer cool if it happens in like Alaska? Probably. All right, I have successfully retweeted you. Nice, good job. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of useless to the people listening to this right now. I will say two days from now. Right now, <laughs> right now, it's tied with two votes: one vote for oh, cool, no. one vote for goobers. Oh no! Currently recording the podcast. Please vote before the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, this All is right. exciting! This is super exciting. We're going into uncharted territory here. We should oh, do one no. of these Four votes per episode. Seventy-five percent to twenty-five percent. We're we might be goobers, my dude. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. It's all right. Thing- no, I mean oh. early lead. It, like let, yep. Let, Goobers might be falconing it I, up I here. was going to say, don't know. yep, that's very true. It could be a 27 to 3 type deal. <laughs> yes. We need to do one of these per episode. Just yeah, come up with polls. something really stupid, yeah, stupid and then just poll. see what people say by the end of it. So the, we always end on a depressed note when they don't pick the one we want. Yeah, fair. Because they never will. Also, I kind of appreciate that this uh, poll is so incredibly simple that it's completely lacking in context. Yeah. It's literally just... Are me and Dave cool or goobers? It, it, you don't need anything else. Not really. No. Not really. Like, so this was a pretty decent week of football. Oh, it was pretty good. I liked it. It was it was pretty good. Fine. Um, teams are starting to make a little more sense now. We were talking about that before we started recording about how like yeah we're we're starting to get a beat on. There's there's teams. a lot of still confusion over who's like ultimately good, but we're starting yeah. to get a sense of who teams are from an identity perspective, right. what they're good at, mm-hmm. like what we can expect to look at, like what are we going to be admiring in future games, like with the Jaguars, we're going to be looking at Leonard Fournette, that yep. sort of thing, Leonard and Fournette, the, and the like defense, the run game, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette, the defense. That's what we're going to be paying attention to. That's what's going to be the talk. We're starting to get a sense of what as what that is and like i'm simultaneously happy about it because now we have something to latch onto, and mm-hmm. we're not just mm-hmm. like what the fuck mm-hmm. every week at the same time like there there was a certain joy in the chaos that's true that's true but there also i feel like there also are a lot of question marks here that like that allow for some of that and and one of them i, I will get there but one of them is the falcons Right, the Falcons like, are kind of a question. I was mark. gonna say, like Matt Ryan has not looked the same, and maybe that's because uh, Julio Jones is not playing at a hundred percent. But I mean, I'm sure we'll get there. But like, there, there maybe are still it's the offensive play calling. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it's the fact that um, their head coach is Steve Sarkeesian now. Patriots, a lot of a lot of unanswered questions there. The fucking Jets. Yeah, the Jets could have won that game, the and Jets they got should have won that kinda, game. Got kind of screwed over yeah. on a really bizarre kind of situation, yeah. which it's one of those situations where, from a completely technical rulebook perspective, maybe they got it right, but it's the kind of situation that makes you go, "Well, that rule is really stupid." It's really stupid. Yeah, yeah. 
Ugh, I hate rules like that. They're in ev- in any sport. I don't like it. Let's any- talk about that rule, actually. Yes, yeah, please. Because it it's the basic rule that if you fumble, and the ball like exits the end zone, if you fumble crossing into the end zone and the ball goes out of bounds, it's a touch. It is automatically ruled a touchback for the other team. So it's it's a turnover. Well, but and the the reason for me at least and. Uh, I'm sure you'll get to why it doesn't make sense for you, but the reason for me that that is such a fucking stupid thing is that it doesn't work like that anywhere else on the field. No. If you fumble on the field anywhere else and the ball goes out of bounds, whoever fumbled it maintains possession. You maintain possession. You can advance the ball, but, like, you maintain possession. I don't understand why... I mean, wouldn't it make more sense... If the rule was that if you fumble it out of bounds in the end zone or out of the end zone, you get the ball, like, you get possession of the ball where you fumbled it. And if you fumble it in the end zone somehow, like... That would make some sense. I, I like, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I understand kind of where the spirit of the rule comes no, from. Like, like, if you fumble it and, like, on that, that close, like... It, like, if you fumble it like Severian Jenkins did on basically the half-yard line, and, like, you get the ball back on the half-yard line, it's basically, like, just, that's what the play was. But it's also, like, it doesn't help the offense, no. right? Like, and the defense wasn't there to recover the fumble. It's It gives it's the weird. defense something that they didn't really earn, right? Like... They knock the ball out, and then, like, here's the thing. If the defense recovers in the end zone, good for them. Yeah. But but uh, my my thing with this, again, is, like, you move that play back 20 yards, right? And and mm-hmm. the ball, like, goes out of bounds there. What, it, the, the offense still has the ball. Yeah. Right? Be consistent. Hmm. And, and also at this point, and other, like— Because I feel like there should almost be some sort of penalty for fumbling it. In the end zone, but but you, because, I mean, usually but, there but is. You might also have a situation where, like, say Severian Jenkins fumbled it on the half yard line, and then they just get the ball on the half yard line. It, it like it feels like he should, like I don't know, I, like fumbling I, it I out mean, of the back of the end zone. I like I almost be like I almost feel like they should put that at like the five. I will disagree. So with, if you're I will closer, disagree with you. If there's a bit of a penalty. It's but it's definitely not a turnover. I don't think it should be a turnover. Like that's a fair point, and I'll, but I'll disagree with you, and this is why. Again, like I'm going back to the way this rule is, um, I guess enforced everywhere else on the field, right? Or what happens when a fumble is forced everywhere else on the field? If the defense forces a fumble, it's not always a turnover. Forcing a fumble is one half of like a big defensive play. It doesn't mean any. It doesn't a mean anything. A fumble is not a recovery. No, the fumble is not a recovery. The recovery is the most important part of the fumble, right? And if mm-hmm. like if you have, uh, like if you force a fumble on some like run play or whatever, and like a blocker on the offense is there to like pick it up, it's whatever. You haven't done shit. You've like, 
helped your, I guess, like defensive fantasy football stats, kind of. So like that. So that's why I think that like, if the defense doesn't get a hand on it, I mean, why award them something? They yeah. Right. Like, but, d- does that make sense? It's it's this weird sort of deal like it's just kind of strange and obviously it, it definitely whatever the case is however they fix it it shouldn't be a turnover it it, in, it, it shouldn't be a turnover if you're if you want to penalize them a little bit for fumbling out of the end zone mm-hmm. which i can kind of mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. D- don't make it a turnover yeah because that's that's kind of bullshit and then you could also i i don't know i'm kind of thinking about this one situation where maybe a guy is going down on like the one mm-hmm and I don't know if you fumble it on like the five yard line and it takes like a ludicrous bounce out the back of the yeah, end like, zone. Yeah, what the hell? Is that technically right? a turnover? Yes. Because that shouldn't be a turnover. It is. It is. It if, should like, not. If you get fumbled and someone rips the ball out of your – or if you get tackled and someone rips the ball out of your arms so hard that it flies out of the end zone, it's a turnover. And, mm. and this is all like I will say this is all very easy to say because it's the Patriots and we all wanted the Jets to pull the upset, right? Yeah, that's I, true. I have to couch this with that. It is very easy to be like, "Oh, this rule's bullshit." Uh. But this happened, I think, last week in the Eagles game. I think. I don't know. I didn't watch the Eagles game last I week. I was going to say, I think something similar happened last week. Um, and it was like people were complaining about that as well. The rule should change. I don't know why they decided to do that in the first place. To me, it seems nonsensical. Oh. I definitely, I agree with you that they should get the, if it goes out of the back of the end zone, they should probably get the ball where they fumbled it. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely shouldn't put it at the one. No, because then you might no, get a no, no, situation no. where a guy is going down on the five, and he just decides to, to throw um, it out the end zone. Quote yeah, fumble yeah, and no, throws it out the back of the end zone to get an extra four yards. Won't help his stats, but you could you could see a situation where Belichick would coach his players to do that. That kind of thing. They should definitely need to remove the fact that it's a turnover. That's it should not be a turnover. It's just kind of stupid. I also think I also think we're we're probably preaching to the choir yeah. here, right? Like I don't think I don't think many people well, I don't disagree know. with us here. I, I I think a lot of people apparently think we're goobers. Yeah. Well, to be fair, oof. Oof. Oof, not great. Fifty one no. votes, not great. It's it's not good. It's it's not good. If you're listening to this, go back in time and change and change your vote. your vote, please. I will say, very surprised that we have as many cool votes as we do. I feel like it's like I'll take that as a. Compliment. I almost wonder if they're pity cool votes. Well, okay, so I will say our uh, Matthew Nolan. Uh, shout out to him at Nolan Matt thirty four on Twitter with a very heartwarming. Uh, response to this today sam played a game that came out when i was two years old so definitely goobers but y'all are goobing <laughs> on the right stuff and i'm gonna right. i'm gonna start using goobin as a okay. verb now goobin 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 yeah i was i was goobin, goobin on uh i was goobin on some backyard football earlier today 
I like it because it sounds like it could be dirty. Yeah, it, but it's yeah, but playful it's, enough. But it's absolutely not dirty. <laughs> it's not dirty. It is not dirty in any way, shape, or form. The word. But dubin. you could say it in a way that sounds dirty. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We and only dubin. and only you will know that it is not mm-hmm. that. Dude, mommy, they said they were goobin. <laughs> What? What? They said they were goobin? What does that mean? That means playing old school video games mm-hmm. that we kind of, you know, forgot about. I feel, here. here's the thing. You might need to make a new one of these because the replies that I'm getting in my feed, everyone wants to say both, which I'll fucking take. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. No, let's, yeah, no, let's just we, own no, it. I think we got to own, own it. this. I think this we got to own this. This was a test run. Yeah. We're going to have to run yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, this was completely spur of the moment. Yeah. You heard it happen you live. Heard it live. We had this idea. And, well, we'll see. Maybe it'll turn around. I, I'm going to stop checking in. I'm going to stop checking yes. in. I'm not going to check yeah. until the last minute. And I'm probably going to forget. Mm-hmm. But if we don't forget, yes. it'll be good. Yes, true. Let's move on. Uh, Both of our teams won. Yay. Yay. Yay? Yay. I mean, Mitch Trubisky still doesn't look great. No. I well, like, I think this was more or less what we predicted. Yeah. Is that he would get, like, a win early on, and he would look good enough that it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. We'll stick with him. I agree with that. It'll be enough to save John Fox's job, even though he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't it. deserve like that, And that's the real tragedy, is that, like... Trubisky is going to be mediocre enough that the underlying issues of the Chicago Bears don't get fixed. Yeah. Which is, I mean, which is like, it's so fucked up. Like, it that that's what happens to so many football teams, right? Like, that's, that's what had happened with the Jaguars, like, years ago. That's what has like had happened with the browns a while ago i i it's it's the most fucked up weird thing about sports and i hate it there's like when a coach starts playing for his job right it hurts the team it does it definitely hurts the team i mean unless unless you get like a miraculous thing that like where like I'm you know, trying to think of a situation playoffs. where that actually worked out though. I feel like Pagano had a year, right? Like four years ago, where he was on the hot seat, but he like turned it around and like. Well, I mean, I guess you could say um, Coughlin sort of in 2007. Yeah, he was the disciplinarian nut job who yeah. was constantly criticized for not loosening up a little bit in 2007. He loosened up because everyone expected him to be fired by the end of the year. And that was the year the Giants came together and pulled it off. And Mm -hmm. then it kind of repeated itself four years later when after two years of Coughlin going back to same old Coughlin, he was again on the hot seat because New Yorkers have no patience. And then they like did it again. And then it repeated itself again. Only this time it, uh, didn't work out in the end because we didn't win a Super Bowl that time. Yeah. So we got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Even though at that point, I think a lot of Giants fans had more or less realized that Coughlin was never the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the time Coughlin was fired, we were all like, actually, Coughlin's good. He's got flaws. Yeah, but he's But fine. he's not the problem. Let's blame Jerry Reese because Jerry Reese is the problem. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. I just like I I feel like I have kind of like come to this realization on the spot and now I kind of have to like sit with it for a little bit. Especially because like and I don't want to get too too far into college, right? Because this is an NFL podcast. But this happens in college all the time. Uh most notably like this year, I think you can point to Ed Orgeron who with one win against Auburn, like LSU was in a spiral and they mm-hmm. won against Auburn and now Ed Orgeron's job is safe. Yeah. Right. And it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But like the fans are happy because like what an awesome upset. And like you can't you can't blame the fans for being happy because yes, it was an upset and it was great and and you know, you feel fucking good. Right? Mm-hmm. But winning makes you happy. Winning makes you happy, yes. But at the same time, like if you're not gonna if your team has slid so much right that one statement win can save a coach's job that's a giant red flag for yeah. your program whether yeah. well whether it's in college whether it's in prof- I mean we can talk about the US men's national team like for soccer on this I I suppose we can like it, it's the same thing and that's why that's like that's why Bruce Arena had his well. I mean, I can get into, I can get into like please don't. Bruce, I, I'm not please going don't. to, but but like this is across sports, right? And it and it hurts just because because sports fans and uh, people who are invested emotionally and like monetarily in teams are easily swayed by these kind of big emotional wins, like big important wins that feel important at the time, but really kind of not so much. Right. Mm, And and that's also how NFL head coaches get promoted too, right. Or not head coaches. Don't get let go. Right. Well, not head coaches, but like assistants, right. That's why, you can point to literally like everyone who's worked under Bill Belichick. Mm. Like that's why they have jobs. Oy. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Speaking of awesome statement upsets. Yes, please. The Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Listen, you know. It, it is amazing how quickly um, there's still a lot of criticism of McAdoo going around. Yeah. But got a lot considering quieter, how huh? it felt last week uh-huh. compared to how it feels this week. It's like a world of difference yeah. where suddenly everyone's like, okay, maybe maybe McAdoo grew a little bit mm-hmm. because he had to give up. He was in danger. He gave up his uh, play-calling duties this week. This is the first time since McAdoo became a Giants coach that he didn't call the plays for the week. It was, it was our offensive coordinator. So, like, now people are like, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we could... Some salvage. I'm like, no, no. Like, this wasn't a particularly good win. This definitely felt like the Broncos shitting the bed. Yeah, yeah. And it did. the Giants playing inspired. We don't want to go 0 and 16 football. Yeah, no. I, that's the thing. The Giants looked good. Like they looked legitimately, especially good. on defense. On yeah. defense, they looked legitimately good. They looked like the defense that 
most of us expected them to carry over from last year. Mm-hmm. because It looked like last year's defense. Like, JPP got three sacks. They were stuffing the run game really well. The uh, the secondary was making interceptions. Darkwa and the offense. Too. Like- Darkwa, like... Can we just appreciate just how bad the Broncos shat the bed on this? Because really, their run before this game, to be great, and I mean, yeah, it, pro- it still is, right? Like they I, bottled up Marshawn Lynch, Zeke, they bottled up Zeke for eight they yards, bottled up, right? Like yeah, eight total. Yeah. They bottled up uh, Lashawn McCoy, and they bottled up I some other dude who's also pretty good. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but Orleans Darkwa. <laughs> yeah, the he had more yards than all of those players combined, combined. against yep. the exact same team, and this is a team that had two weeks to prepare for the Giants, and shat the bed this badly. Two weeks, they were at home. Mm-hmm. The Giants are zero and five, coming off mm-hmm. um, to quote Al Michaels a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like like I was like, oh, we should talk about that, but like. Al, Al, come on, my dude. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to say I I have something. I was thinking about this after it happened. Like, I am a guy, I laugh at edgy jokes. And honestly, like, I didn't think it was all that bad of a joke. The problem with edgy jokes is proper context. Yeah. And yes. situational. Like that like Giants are having a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. That's a good shitter uh Twitter shit post. Yeah, it, that's that's a, that's a good that's a good tweet. That's mm-hmm. not a good joke for the prime announcer to say in prime. No, time. and he didn't lead up to it with anything. It was just like, haha, I'm gonna make this joke that like makes light of sexual assault. Like it's not Situational awareness is necessary when you're making edgy jokes. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm. Gonna, he didn't have any that thing. night. I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think that joke is even very funny. Like it was a little. It's. It, it was definitely a little bit um, like Twitter ed, edge lord. Yeah, right. And like maybe if maybe if you saw it on Twitter with like. If it was well, that's what I, I kept yeah. seeing it as like a tweet. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a very much a good hack, uh, shit post Twitter tweet. Right, right, right. If it's, you see, like, just, if you saw that on it weird does Twitter, not belong like, as a joke. where it came from. Yes. Yeah. 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 I. That's definitely fair. If I saw it on Twitter, I'd just be like, eh, whatever. Or maybe I'd give it like a little chuckle. Yeah. But where it came from, the situation it came out of, that that's what made it. A really bad joke. And he knew... He knew right afterwards that he had fucked up. So, like, why... I wonder how much these guys go into games with, like, scripts. Like, how scripted. Because I know... Well, you know Al Michaels read... fucking doesn't. Al Michaels no, and no. John Gruden don't. They just fucking <laughs> go into the booth and fucking whatever. They got tenure. Because I know Collinsworth kind of has a script that he follows. I, I buy that. I know yeah. he tells the producers like what players he's going to focus on, mm-hmm. which is why every single goddamn game, Chris Collinsworth zeroes in 
on players. Like he picks like a lineman or a different player and he just uh, sticks that player's dick in his mouth the whole entire game, even on plays that have very little to do with that player. I'm pretty sure it's because he's told yeah like that that's who's he's like decided beforehand to focus on and like the camera people know that that's what he's going to talk about so that they're always going to have the film of that particular player ready so that Collinsworth can give his commentary on the player right which like on one hand is it's like commendable but the other hand it's coming from Chris Collinsworth, so it's insufferable. Can I, can I say that he, for me at least, he's been better this year? Like, yeah. I, 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 I haven't found him as an... A matter of fact, like, I've said this before on the podcast. I haven't found Nance as annoying this year. And I don't think it's, like, me being more tolerant of bad commentary. I think it's... Well, Nance has somewhat a lot better to bounce off of now. Yeah, yeah, and maybe... Do you think it was Rex Ryan? Like, I saw what, like, actually truly truly, awful announcing is. Instead of just annoying bad habit announcing is, but someone who's clearly, clearly over their head, unbelievably bad. Yeah, like, simultaneously not paying attention and over their head, right? I'm... mm, I think that might be part of it. I don't know. I haven't really watched or listened to SNF quite as intensely this year as I have been in previous seasons because nowadays I'm working a lot more on Sunday nights than I was last season because I have the day job now so I gotta get some work done beforehand so maybe I'm just not listening quite as intently as I used to so I'm not quite as annoyed Mm -hmm. but um, still like shut up Collinsworth fair fair I just, I just did, did want to say that I think generally commentary has been like I fucking hated most, if not all, NFL commentators last season and for countless seasons before then. And this year, I've been relatively happy, except for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. But you know, yeah, those two. That's uh, that's another the story. Same. Oh boy. Those two are never going to go away. No, no. God, they're never going to go away. They're, they're also – here's the – the reason is because they're perfect for each other, right? Yeah. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are like the fucked up odd couple from hell. Like they are, they are the exact type of terrible that the other one isn't. Like Troy Aikman is is like if you put John Madden through Google Translate like to Japanese and then back to English about six times, and then Joe Buck is just the most like Encyclopedia Britannica boring guy. Yeah, Joe Buck is like reading the Wikipedia page. Yeah, and announcing. Yeah, except without any of the fun edits. Yeah, and without any of the getting lost in random clicks. Right. Oh, and that's, like, the best part about Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Best part about Wikipedia is going down a wiki hole. Yeah, dude, have you ever done a Wikipedia race? Yes. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, Ray and I um, host trivia here at, uh, in Chicago, and occasionally we make the people who are doing that do Wikipedia races and, like, mark down how many clicks it takes to get from, like, one subject to another it's a lot of fucking fun if you've never done it before like grab a friend and have a wikipedia race if you're not doing anything 
Can you explain what a Wikipedia race yes, is? Yes, I can. Um, you can either do it by time or by clicks. I like doing it by clicks because it's a little bit more strategic that way. So I can I will I would give you a Wikipedia page. Um, so like Star Wars, right? The Star Wars franchise. And mm-hmm. I would tell you to get to say I don't know, uh, Dubuque, Iowa, the the Wikipedia page for Dubuque, Iowa, in either as little time or as few clicks as possible. And what you have to do is only click like links to Wikipedia within the Wikipedia page of like Star Wars. So you could go to like Star Wars and then like an actor, like you go to Billy D. Williams and like maybe he like i don't know where he grew up but maybe he grew up or like went to a school uh that has some connection to iowa and then maybe you get to dubuque right like it's it's fucking amazing it's a lot of fun and much more fun than it sounds listening to me explain it wikipedia racing is an extremely enjoyable pastime and i fully recommend it if you've got some time with a friend Mm -hmm to kill and you're bored as hell. It doesn't work single I, player. I know, yeah, it does not work single player at all. Single player, you just go down a hole and you just end up reading random shit. Well, which is fun in like, its own right, but... Yeah. But when you're trying to strategically get there, that's that's pretty interesting. See, yeah. I... Like, after you said that, I already formed, like, a strategy in my head. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Of what I would do. Yeah. And I was just like, I would try and see if I could find a Star Trek reference anywhere on the Star Wars page. Ah. I would go to that, and then I would immediately go to... uh, If I could get to a Star Trek page, I would go to James T. Kirk's page. And then James T. Kirk was born in Riverside, Iowa, because I'm a nerd, and I know that. And then I could get... And then I could go to Iowa's page page and get to, like, legitimate Dubuque, Iowa. So that's, like... I would say I could probably do it in five or six yeah times. yeah probably probably i think i think mine was much more um so you can play a risk reward game there right like i don't know where billy d williams is from right so if i go from star yeah. wars to billy you d williams take a chance it could be the next like he could be from dubuque right and then and this is definitely a situation where trivia like knowing where the yeah fuck right James right Kirk grew up would help you that's why it's a lot of fun like we're 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 talking about Wikipedia races in this podcast about the NFL, Football. and I could not be happier because it is so much fun. I should do it more, and it is great. What were we Let's talking move on about? To football, I don't remember. I think we were talking about the Giants winning. Probably, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, we were the talking Giants... about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, and we were like, oh, Joe Buck is right. Wikipedia, but the fun shit. Oh, because we got there because Al Michaels said the thing. Yes, God damn. That's, Thank you. I we have retrained our thoughts. Yes. That all right, we're back on the rails here. Got him. Al Michaels said a dumb shit. Uh good job, Giants. You're not going 0 and 16. Uh happy for you, Orleans Darkwa. I wonder if the Broncos didn't win because they went into the film room. We're like, all right, let's look up film of the New York Giants receivers and then they went into the film room and they hit like the open folder on Tavares King mm-hmm. and there was no video. There was no video. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Do, all right. Well, do we have any film on Ed Egan? No. Oh, 
Um, no. All right. Well, what about Evan Ingram? All right, he's got like one game worth. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't. He hasn't really been used. Well, he's not going to be a threat. Of course, he scores a touchdown right. and plays very well. Yep. Yep. I mean, Ingram good actually looked good. Like he did. He might. I don't know. Like you, it's hard to. I think Ingram will be. I, at his best, he could probably carve out a Jimmy Graham-like sort of niche for himself. Sure. Because he's not a blocker, no, but no. he's a good pass catcher and he's fast. Mm-hmm. So if they use him in sort of like the hybrid wide receiver tight end kind of role, I think he could. I think he could have a decent career. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that things that will impact that are twofold. One, like Engram improving. Because he's a rookie, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, his game has not developed fully yet. It'll it'll be interesting to see if it does or if it can. And the Giants having the play-calling ability to know how and when to use him. Because last week they didn't. Last week he laid a giant fucking goose egg as a starting this? tight end, yeah. which is uh, tough, right? Normally tight ends get, like, a catch. Right. Well, and, and also even in, in bad games, tight ends will have like end, a right? catch. Yeah. Like, to be fair, last week before the fourth quarter, we actually had weapons to throw to. That's true. That's very true. That, I forgot. That I forgot Evan you had Ingram. wide receivers, huh? This this week we didn't oh. have any weapons to throw to, making Evan Ingram the default, basically number one. Yeah. Well, necessity is the mother of invention, right? And this is the first week where the Giants' play calling wasn't total ass. Funny how that works. Uh-huh. And they also reshuffled the line a little bit, uh, putting Justin Pugh over at right tackle, which uh, he's not that great at right tackle, but considering what he replaced, yeah. he's better yeah. at right tackle. Was, and the oh, line shit. held what, up. What was his name? Um, I mean, I can't remember. But he, like, he got pancaked like every other play and missed assignments. He was, like, one of the dudes. Bobby Hart or John Jerry? What? Bobby Hart or John Jerry? No, 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 it was another guy. I guess I, I'm thinking of some someone else then, but, like, there was one dude on the Giants O-line who was really just kind of dropping the ball left and right. Flowers? Yes. He's left tackle, Left though. tackle. Okay, okay, He okay, stayed okay, the okay. same. Fair. Like, Flowers is still there. They they had to do something at right tackle because that's been pretty much just as bad. Oh, woof, hey, it worked. Woof. got you the win. It did. It did, and we're not going 0-16. We only have two 0 and uh, winless teams mm-hmm. so far, and it's the 49ers who keep getting real close and just not doing it, and the Browns who are trash. I want to I want to just give me five seconds to say that it's not Trevor Simeon's fault. He had a really, really, really good game. Don't. No, he didn't. Statistically, did you watch the game? Yes. Statistically, no, he he. Like, if you watch the game, he did not have a great game. He piled up a bunch of yards, and that's about it. Well, yeah. That's, that's like, I guess if you're a fantasy dude, he was okay. But if you were, like, watching the game, he was not doing good in, um, like, the red zone. He was not making good decisions. Like, Trevor, I don't, like, I, I, I browsed Broncos forums afterward because I was curious mm-hmm. what they were saying went wrong. And they were all complaining about his play in that game. I mean, he, and everyone was saying like the stats are misleading. He did not have a good game. 
And I kind of agree. I don't think Trevor played very well. I, I, I will say, like, in the red zone, once he got, like, not even in the red zone, but once he, like, got past the 30, it was pretty fucking terrible. Like, he made some of – he made a couple of very, very, very bad red zone throws. One of them, I think, was intercepted, and he had to make the tackle on it, which, like, that's hilarious in its own right. But I, let me just protect my son, please. No. Let me just protect my no. son. You must accept no. the the responsibility I, I don't, I don't need to do, of backing him I don't need to do in both shit. good and bad. I don't need to do jack shit. Trevor Simeon's great. And he's going to be great next week, probably, hopefully. Please, Trevor Simeon. I, I mean, he'll probably be better than he was this week. That's, that's well, it's, yeah, by default. Yeah. He'll the probably Broncos throw for a, a team will probably be week. better. Yeah. Like, this is probably going to be the Broncos' worst loss of the season. Yeah, I'll, almost definitely. Almost definitely. I don't think, I mean, I don't think the sky is falling for the Broncos. Not that, like, I have really any investment other than I want to see Trevor Simeon succeed. But I, you know, I don't think this guy's falling from that for them. All, most teams have a week like this, you know. Especially this these past few years, teams have more than one week like this where a good team just kind of looks like shit for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, what about the Lions? They had a 50-burger put on them by the Saints and never really had much of a chance in the game. The final score is not indicative of how that game went. Yeah. That was that was ugly for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, I did not expect that at all. Nope. I didn't either. I was ready to never watch the Saints this season. Yeah, same. I thought and Drew Brees... na- now they have the highest point total yeah. so far and the defense actually looked passable. The defense, well, the defense has looked, you know, not not bad, but like the Saints' defense has always sucked, right? Like, it's... Well, not, not always, in the air where they were but, um, bouncy gate and shit. Yeah, no, no. But, like, I'm talking, like, past two or three years, right? Yes. It's been dog shit. And, and the question was always, can Drew Brees pass for more yards than that? Uh, and the answer has usually been yes. Uh, so far this season, it's been no, but their defense, I think, has taken some pretty significant steps forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Lions hung 38 on him for sure. Not Again, great, some but, of that was garbage time points. But right? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, that, that, was there was some in... garbage time scoring there. The game was never that close. Mm-hmm. Very true. So let's let's talk about uh, a team where the sky probably is kind of falling. Uh-huh. And that's the Packers. Yeah. Because Jesus. Aaron Rodgers, I guess this is gonna be one of those years we get him like every four or five years, Rodgers goes down he's, with a big injury. He's good for yeah, it's like clockwork. And I mean the comic will be up yeah. by the time I'm doing a thing, but I'm doing a, a state farm joke. Like maybe <laughs> nice. they should have insured him a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. They're saying he could be back by the end of the season. I think it's going to be just like the last time where they'll have him come back if there's a chance they make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Because last time the the division without him was total shit and he came back at like 7 at like 7 I guess it was 6 7 and 1 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and got like 7 or like 8 7 and 1 whatever it was like they 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 won the division with a pathetic record. 
but he came back right at the end to beat the Bears. I'm pretty sure it was the Bears, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was, actually. You want to know what's really fucked up? What? So I've, I've talked to a couple Packers fans after this. Uh, just, like, what do they think about the injury? What, what do you do? What do you do going forward? Um, and a Packers fan to me uh, told me that he thinks what would be best for the team is for them to tank. I I don't know and if he's necessarily wrong. You don't okay, Dave. I'm sorry, like, my dude. Like I love you, but you you don't tank when you're four and two. You try to win. It's the NFC North. I you mean, can you can win the division win. by like. It'll probably your way into be. It. It's gonna be a situation though where it's gonna depend heavily on the next two weeks, and if Brett Hundley is passable. I mean, because he's gonna be. if because if he's trash and the Packers are trash for the next like two games, I I think a tank is definitely something they need to consider, well, but, and they could do the uh, like the the Cowboys thing when Romo went down, where they can get some good picks even though they're a good team because they just didn't have the best player on the team. But at the same time, they're already four and two, so even if they do tank, like they're they're gonna probably be. Somewhere around, like, what? The, the like, top of the bottom third of the league? Maybe uh, higher up? Probably. I, I really don't... It's hard to tell. It's still early enough in the season that things could go very wrong for the Packers, even if they're trying not to. Well, which is, which is why I'm like, it's that's kind of stupid. Why not, like... Why not attempt, right? Why not try? And I'm not saying, like, I know a lot of people are out there saying, like, sign cap. And I would love, I would love it if the Packers signed cap. I think that, I think that the offensive scheme would be a struggle, right? I don't know if it's the best fit. No. I, like, I think cap should go to the Jaguars, personally. I think that... Actually, I agree with that. I think on the Jaguars, he would be effective. I think that I think that they have a really good defense and a really good running back, and running the read option with Cap and Leonard Fournette would make my dick hard, but, like, that's just me. Yeah. That's just me. Was that your was that your dick getting hard that was, and, and hitting your microphone? It, it was. That was, that was like, supreme dick hardness yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, like, so, so that's just me. That was me stepping on my microphone cable and having it fall down. Sure, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I, there are plenty of good quarterbacks in free agency right now that the Packers could pick up. They have the talent on their team to still make the playoffs. I think even without Aaron Rodgers, and all they got to do is make the playoffs, and then they'll have Aaron Rodgers back. That's the question. If it's all going to depend on the next few weeks, yeah, that's true. The next, if, you're if right. They, you're right. If they get get tanked down in the first if the first half of Rodgers' absence goes really poorly mm -hmm. and like the rest of the division has flaws but they're not terrible like no, the Vikings aren't no. terrible the Lions aren't the terrible the Bears aren't terrible the, I mean Bears, not as terrible as we like, thought they're decent enough to at least uh play teams yeah I mean they're probably going to end up at the at the bottom of the pack but yeah, that, I mean, they'll give you a game. Yeah. So it's it's all going to depend on how Brett everything – It's all going to depend on Brett yeah. Hundley. If if they 
because if they go more, if they win two of the games that Rodgers is gone, yeah, it's it's a disaster. Tank it. And right. if if they win like two games early though, like if they if they come out in the next three weeks or the next four weeks, they win two yeah. out of four. Yeah. I think you keep going. I think you push for the playoffs I, I, in that I, I situation. Absolutely, but like, if you go one and three and it wasn't a pretty one, then you gotta consider just like letting Rogers get healthy and then just seeing what you have. Each one of the next four weeks, those games are all very winnable. Uh, so they who are they playing? They have next week. They have the Saints, which I mean, it depends on which Saints show up, right? Like it, it yep. depends on which version of Drew Brees we see. Uh, then they have a bye. Um, and then the next three are uh, they got two division games. Uh, one they have uh, the uh, the Detroit Lions at home, and then they travel to Chicago uh, to face the Bears, and then they have uh, the Ravens at home. I okay, I would so yeah, I would that, actually that is be... some winnable games. I think the Lions and the Saints are going to be the ones that they lose, yeah. but they could definitely beat the Ravens. Yeah. I, I will say, I think, like, if I were a Packers fan, I would be disappointed if they don't pick up three of those games. If they don't split New Orleans and Detroit, right? And if they don't mm-hmm. beat, like, if they don't beat the Bears, I think that, like, that's when the fans will start getting really, like, antsy and, like, lose a bit of hope. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, I think if they go 2-2 two and two over the next four weeks... I think they're going to try and make the playoffs and try and do what they did last time, whereas yeah. they stay good enough to possibly get Rodgers back in time to go into the playoffs with a healthy Rodgers and a completely different Packers. And team. I also think that I also think that that's very possible. It is. I think it is very possible. It's, it we got an interesting few weeks here in Packers country. Mm-hmm. Very very exciting. I hope I hope you are all excited. Are you excited to have Deshaun Kaiser back in the starting spot after one week? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what a train wreck. What a fucking train wreck. It makes me sad. Yeah. It's it's really it's just so sad. Especially because when you look at some of the quarterbacks they've decided to not draft yeah. in these past few yeah, years they've where they've been doing the process so thing. Many times. They missed on Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. They um, they missed on God. Who else did they miss on? Did they technically miss on Goff? I can't remember if they missed. I on think Goff they did. They... I think they had a chance at Goff. I think they had a they chance may have... at Goff. I maybe because Goff. If they no, had a... Goff was the yeah. same draft as Kevin Hogan. I guess so. Yeah. Right? They also missed on uh, Trubisky. Yeah, who would who would have be okay. been better? Right, like who would have? Yeah, it would have been better. He would have been better than Kaiser. Yep. That's for sure. Yes, sir. He, they've missed on some other quarterbacks. They've, yeah, they missed on, I guess Dak. Yeah, well, yeah, but like I, I don't. But that wasn't that everyone missed I, on. I, Dak. Yeah, like, I was gonna say like that's if you're a Browns fan, you can't feel bad or as bad about missing on Dak. You've got a bunch of other shit you can feel a lot worse about. Mm, definitely, definitely. So, Want to talk about something really funny? Are you going to talk about Titans Colts and how the Titans ended up winning that game somehow? The Titans won the game. Remember, 
early on when I was just like, hey, the Titans are going to win uh-huh. the AFC South. Uh-huh. 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 And right now they're winning the AFC yes, South sir. at three and three. Yes, sir. <laughs> I also like how I totally guessed that that was where you were going to go. Yeah. Tight. Go Titans. I mean, Mariota came back and he looked okay because I love Marcus. 21 um, points in the fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Like, holy shit. My dude. My dude. It's I, it Marcus, was it's like best. I I remember specifically stopping watching this game because I thought it was completely out of reach. Like I thought it was over. Like I watched midway through the third quarter and I was like, okay, whatever, it's done. I'll go out and do something else. And then I like saw the final score. I was like, oh. 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 I remember I turned it off. I kind of stopped paying attention. At like halfway through the second quarter, mm-hmm. when it the Titans just looked worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they looked and then bad. and then I I checked NFL.com and I saw the score was twenty two to twenty two. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, we got ourselves a game. And I turned it back on and I got to see Derek Henry oh, God, completely yeah. ice it yeah. with like a completely disrespectful last second t- touchdown run, run yeah. that was totally yeah. unnecessary. Nope. Not at all necessary. So disrespectful. I mean, he's going to be something special. If if you don't he think is. he already is, like, he... Uh, I mean, within two years, he's going to be a top five uh, running back. And it, it's definitely a situation where, like, I can understand people thinking he wouldn't be successful because he was an Alabama running back. Yeah, yeah, and, and historically... don't have a great track record. No, no but, like... Even at Alabama, Derrick Henry looked different. Like, he looked ready for the pro game. Kind of like if, again, i sorry for keeping going back to college, but, like, Saquon Barkley is going to have a lot of success in the NFL because just because of the way he plays the game. Yeah, I could see that. The way he plays the game. Does he play the game right, Yeah, he, he plays the game the right way. <laughs> he plays the game the right way. No, he, he, uh, he puts his pads on, g- gets out there, and plays the right way. He does his job. Does does plays like he's been there before because he has because mm-hmm. playing football is literally his job. Mm-hmm. Oh god, what else? Uh the Jags lost. Yeah. So yeah. um their their pattern continues. Mm-hmm. I would like to you point out it that we week. called yeah. it. I you, I you called that specifically. shit. I was I was gonna say you you gave part of that credit to me. I didn't deserve it. I'll take it, but I didn't deserve it. That was your call last week. So obviously that also means they're gonna win this week. Who do they I don't have know this playing. week? I, I hope it's I like I hope it's like the Chiefs. That would be sweet. Oh no, the Jags are gonna win, and then we're all gonna oh, be well, back on okay. the uh... the Jags have the Colts. Okay, so, so they're, they're gonna, gonna win. win. They're gonna win. Yeah. If this continues, if this continues, that means they lose. The Jags are going eight and that eight, means they and they're lose going to alternate. To the Cleveland Browns. And I, then beat I can the see Cardinals them doing that the following week. Away. I I could see both of those things yeah, happening. Same here, right? I could see the Browns suddenly playing an inspired game of football. The Jags suddenly shitting the bed because, I mean, they're still not a great team. No. It's it'll it'll be fun. I want to go over. I want to go over how like if this holds, how the the Jags season is going to go because it's it's okay. really funny to me. So next week, right, that's going to be a win because they lost this week. 
Uh, next week is going to be a win. They're going to go uh, to Lucas Oil Stadium and beat the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Uh, perfectly, perfectly reasonable, perfectly reasonable ending yep. there. Uh, they are then going to lose to the Bengals again. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, the Bengals are starting to find themselves they a little are, bit more. They are. They, they don't look as bad as they have like weeks one or two. Uh, then they are going to beat uh, the Chargers uh, in a home game on November Again, 12th. I can see that. Yep. I can see it. Phillip Rivers has one of his shit games. He uh, throws like three interceptions. Yeah, well, right. And and it's funny. Jalen Ramsey runs a back of pick six. Like, I see it. The, I can the, see the it. The Jags, actually, the matchup with the Chargers seems pretty favorable, right? Yeah. Uh, then then they got the Browns. Uh, they, they're they going to Cleveland. It's an away game, and the Browns beat them at home. Uh, then they continue the road tilt. They go to Arizona. They beat Arizona. Totally see it. They, totally they, see it. Carson Palmer's a shit. He gets picked off because the Jaguars' defense is good, mm-hmm. and they stifle him. I, I see it. I see they it. They lose a home game to uh to the Colts, right? They so they split the series with the Colts, right? I buy that. I buy then, it. Then uh then the Seahawks come to town and Jacksonville beats the Seahawks. Which is <laughs> oh which my is God. what I was waiting that would, for. That was I could see that mm-hmm. too. Because what if the Seahawks have one of those games where they just look where the defense like yeah. the defense and could this is a I don't know if this is a good matchup for the Seahawks because the Jaguars defense could just stifle yeah. uh, Russell Wilson's ability to do anything. Yep. And then, and then it'll be and then they just the grind it out with Fournette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could see Jacksonville upsetting Seattle. They, I could see it. The next week they'll lose to Houston again at home. Buy it completely. Buy yep. it. I, I see Houston avenging their early season. And loss. then, and then the last the two games. This is hand. all like if if you gave me odds on this happening, I would take them because. Because then they beat the 49ers, and then in Week 17, they lose to the Tennessee Titans in an away game. I see. Like, the, the, I, my dude, this could be very, very correct. <laughs> the Jaguars are going to alternate yeah, the entire so year. I'm, 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 I want to look back. So it's a win, a loss, a win, a loss. A win, a loss. Yeah. So, so, so far this season, they have alternated. And I think, I think they will continue to. When they do not, we will be very sad on this podcast. But I believe it. Mm hmm. The Jags alternating factor here. Yes. That's what we'll call yes. it. The Jags alternate alternative factor. Yep. yep. Uh, before we go, I want to mention um, Zeke's. Got a restraining order, even though his suspension was reinstated. Yeah, so so he he's still going to play, gonna play for at least another two weeks. Yeah. Uh, let's just just straight up admit it. This is not getting resolved until the offseason. No. It's just as stupid as Deflategate. Yeah. We called that shit months we, I ago. I mean, before the season started, if I remember We called right. that shit like, months ago. I, I explicitly remember saying, we've got another Deflategate. Yeah. It was literally my first thought when this suspension dropped. Yeah. It's, it's not going to get resolved until the offseason. Woof. Uh, what else happened? Oh, the the Falcons gave up a seventeen yeah. point comeback. Yep. Yes, they to did. To Jay Cutler yes, and the did. Dolphins. Yes, they did. Um, the the Bucks played themselves. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations, uh, DJ. Khaled. Remember when we said, uh, "Don't sign Fitz." Uh, you signed. Fitz Why would you do and that? What happened? Oh. 
did the same thing that has happened to every single quarterback to ever be in front of Fitz happen again? By golly, I think it did. Jameis Winston got hurt. Uh, I don't think anyone really knows how bad yet. But he's still hurt, and Fitz came into the game. It's Even if this was a tease, it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's more or less uh, the news I got. So... Since I remembered, I'm going to check. I was going to say, I just checked it too. <laughs> what? What is this? It's the it's, it's the same as when we checked it. It didn't change at all. It's the same the ratio. The percentage is the same. We have 95 votes. votes. Uh, 22% of people think we're cool, which is thank you to the 22%. 78% think we're goobers. Uh, I'm going to choose to think that that just means we're both. Right? Close enough. Yeah. 28% is like 50%. Or 22% is like 50%. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we're just talking numbers. No one cares about numbers. It, yeah. It's the eye test. Stats are for losers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for participating in the Twitter we poll. We should do this every if week. If you participated sure. in the Twitter poll, uh, give us ideas for other Twitter polls that we could do next mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy to understand what those yeah. are. And I guess look forward to the Go your team as always. As Damn. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Brzezis. Ideas for other Twitter polls. Have a great time, everybody.